Good day and welcome to another episode of The Daily Dose with Dr. Sohail Essa. I think it's episode 8 now? Yeah, we're on episode 8 today. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing the origin of the coronavirus. So, I pose the question to all of my audience on Instagram. And I got a lot of very interesting and weird answers uh, on this question. So I'm going to try and clarify it as best as I know it. Now, there's a lot of theories going around. I'm sure you've heard a lot of them. Uh, I've taken my time in doing research to discover the real origin of the coronavirus. And what I'm about to tell you is very interesting and might shock you. Because uh, a lot of the things that we've heard, I don't think have been true. So, uh, when I did my research, I found some articles and a very interesting interview that I'm going to quote here. So, the first article that I read, and one that um, has a lot of information on the origins, as well as the spread of the, the virus from a genetic level, it's come uh, from PubMed. The article's uh, named is a genomic perspective on the origin and emergence of SARS-CoV-2. This was a study done by two clinical microbiologists uh, who specialized in virology uh, by the name of Zhang and Holmes. Now, these two guys set out on their mission to find exactly which animal or host this virus comes from and track the DNA of that virus to the DNA of the coronavirus. Now, I also, in, in, in my research, I found this very interesting interview by Dr. Sanjay Gupta. It was conducted by Dr. Sanjay Gupta, the chief medical expert at CNN. And he conducted this interview with uh, Dr. Peter Dashek, who is the president of the World Eco-Health Alliance. Now, the things I've found, and I'll discuss them quickly with you, is that this virus is known as the SARS-CoV-2 virus, okay? Now, Peter Dashek, Dr. Peter Dashek is actually a virus hunter. He goes out, and for years he's been doing this, he goes out, he finds viruses, in their natural habitat, just chilling by themselves, goes into communities looking at animals, at people that potentially have viruses that could become outbreaks. So what he did was, he's actually been tracing the coronavirus because I don't know if you guys know this, but there's over 200, it's about 200 coronaviruses currently in, um, in the world. And none of them have ever been found in humans, only in animals. Now, the specific one that's closely related to the SARS-CoV-2 that we find in humans has been found in bats. Yes, you guessed it. I'm sure you've all heard this. It was found in bats. But this is interesting. The bats were found in a, in a cave 1,500 kilometers from the epicenter of the outbreak in Wuhan. It was actually found in Yunnan province. Am I pronouncing Yunnan province. Yunnan province, 1,500 kilometers away in a, cave, in a cave there. Now, these bats are known as the rhinolif right? rhinolophus bat. Yeah, I almost got that wrong. It's a rhinolophus bat because they look kind of like a rhino. 
which is weird to be one animal named after the other. But hey, I don't come up with the names. Okay, so you have Rhinolophus bat. Now, Rhinolophus bat is chilling 1,500 kilometers away from Wuhan, where it is predicted that this outbreak occurred because most of the cases were found there. And this is in southwest China, okay? And Wuhan is about 1,500 kilometers away in the east. And they're, they're trying to figure out how did this virus get from there to here? Because another thing Dr. Dashek said is that at this time of year, according to all the research that he's done over many years tracing this virus, is that they don't actually sell bats at that market around that time. So there must have been something else at play. What could it be? Now, they actually looked at this virus in the bats and they looked at it in humans and it's completely mutated because in its host, the bat, the one that it's naturally found in, it doesn't kill the bat. The bat doesn't die. They live like a symbiotic relationship. Both are benefiting from this relationship. And in fact, the virus doesn't want to kill the bat because that's its natural host. It needs the bat to survive. But for some reason, when it mutated and got into humans, it's deadly to us. Now, there must have been an intermediary process. They've discovered something known as an amplifying or an intermediate host, a host between the bat and the human. Now, the one they found was the Guangdong pangolin. Now, the Guangdong pangolin is like an armadillo type like creature with like spikes and stuff. It, it looks it looks really horrible. I don't know why anyone would have would want to eat it, but in China, it's a delicacy. Now, the, these animals are near extinction and they're a rare delicacy. And so people trade them illegally in China. Now, the theory is that one of these bats was chilling with a pangolin. Don't know why? They meet, meet up at the, at the water spot, having a couple of drinks, chilling, relaxing. One thing led to another. Somehow, the bat infected the pangolin. And then this was traded to that market in Wuhan, where the virus spread to humans. And it's also not confirmed that somebody ate this pangolin or ate a bat that led to them being infected. Because it is a bit strange, you know, unless they ate the bat completely raw or rare, it's tough for a virus to, to survive under high temperatures that it would have been cooked under. So people actually think, these scientists actually believe that there is a strong chance this virus was passed on without it even being eaten you know, by humans. You know? I don't think an animal consumed... A human didn't consume this animal and then get the virus. It might have just come in contact with the animal um, and maybe come in contact with any of the animal fluids and that's how it spread. So that's the actual reason or the actual origin for this virus being so deadly. There's over 200 coronaviruses and it just so happened that one mutated. One in a million chance, this virus mutated. Now, I'm going to come to your questions because a lot of people 
have given me their conspiracy theories on how this virus has mutated. Now, someone asked me, or someone didn't ask me, they actually just told me that they believe it's, going, it's spread by 5G and we must dismantle the 5G poles that are coming up. Listen, if you guys think a virus can be spread via telephone poles, wow, wow. I, you know, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to tell you this, but that's not what telephone poles do. High-speed internet and vi viruses cannot be spread via microwaves or any form of radiation. They, they cannot. It's just, that's just not how they work, okay? Now, I've heard that this virus, okay, there's many, many theories. Uh, you know, China came up with the virus. They sat in a lab. And then they concocted this because they want to be the next superpower. And then now they're recovering while the rest of the world is suffering. And now their stock market is rising. So they're able to buy off other countries. Look, man. Stop it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, let, let's, for example, say that China started this virus to take over the world. It's here now. That's the most important. It's here now. If we're going to sit for days and days and ponder on whether the Chinese invented this or whether they wanted to implement 5G into... Look, the 5G argument, I do understand. You see, with this high-speed internet that we're going to be getting, a lot of it invades on our personal privacy. Because literally, the, the 5G, the whole concept of 5G is that you no more even have to think... And whatever you want is going to be at your fingertips. Like, for example, if you're standing on a corner and you're like, hey, man, I need an Uber. All you have to say is Uber. And the Uber knows, the, the, your phone calls the Uber to you and knows where you want to go. That's the level of like high-speed internet. And they take a whole lot of your analytics of things that you've searched and where you've been. Or let's say you went for a meeting and now the Uber knows that you have to get back home now. Those are the types of things that 5G... So it is invading your privacy. And a lot of people also are saying that because of these social distancing measures and contact tracing and stuff, governments are now infringing on people's human rights by tracking them and tracing them everywhere. Okay, fair enough. What do you have to hide? Are you an FBI agent? What are you trying to hide? If this is true, if this is true, what are you trying to hide? What are you, Bob... Bob, that's sitting now watching this. Huh? You sell toilet rolls for a living. Come on, man. The government is not trying to track you down. You're not 007. Okay, bro. Just carry on and live your life. All we know is, for 100% certainty, is that this virus is out there. I've been in the hospitals. I've seen patients. People are coming in sick. They've got the symptoms. This thing is real. I have friends overseas, doctors overseas, and they are also dying, and they are also suffering, and this is real. So however it came about, doesn't really matter. I just wanted to give you the facts. These are the facts. This is the evidence that I found. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this. And uh, tomorrow, we'll be discussing politics and the policies. So take care. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this edition to the Daily Dose with Dr. Sohail Essa. That's me. So have a good day, stay safe, wash your hands, 
and enjoy your time with your family, man. That's important. Assalamu alaikum.